0: Happy Sunday, today is March the 8th, 2020, it is 10.59am, the, what is it called, the time change happened, so, it's 9.59am, but, I guess, it's not, it's 10.59, I'm just trying to find an excuse to say that I woke up early, even though I didn't. Anyways, I was getting on here because I just wanted to talk about this because I know sometimes my kids probably think that me and Andrew are like bipolar in our relationship because sometimes we're like super happy and then other times we like it's not fun for the most part. I think mostly it's happy, um, but when it's not fun, it's really not fun um, because, um, I think I'm really tolerant of Andrew, extremely tolerant, and, and sometimes I get pissed at myself for being so tolerant, um, because then I feel like it's just, like, I'm allowing him to be who he is, and, but I read something, like, without, uh, taking accountability for his actions, and, and realizing that they're, that he's unnecessarily an asshole a lot or in a bad mood. Um But um I read this and I was like, that's th- it it helped me to reflect on it. And so it says, Don't trust people whose feelings change with time. Trust people whose feelings remain the same even when the time changes. And so that's where it's not like that i'm trying to let him or allow him to be an asshole i definitely call him on the, his shit which is why like when we are fighting it can be a little intense because i'm like i don't let down like i don't stop and he wants me to just stop right like because sometimes he'll just be unhappy and i don't know if i touched on this in my other um in my other entries or whatever but his birthday was last weekend i rented a, a um an apartment in dallas i set up like this axe throwing thing this escape room thing um we went out to eat with one of his you know lifelong friends we went and had a beautiful dinner uh you know like a three four hundred dollar dinner and and to some that might not be shit like to some that might not be like oh that ain't shit but i'm sorry to me that's that's a blessing like not a lot of people have four hundred dollars to just go put on one dinner or you know, $600, 700 to, to spend on a weekend, um, you know, renting a, an apartment and, and, and buying all these, like, you know, these activities, um, a lot of people can't do that. And what a blessing that is that we can, um, and that we have the means without putting it on credit. Yeah, I'm sure we have other things we should put it on, but Andrew wanted to do something for his birthday and I had it I wanted to do that and I shouldn't feel bad about doing that and a lot of times I do um but that's a whole nother issue but you know when he had a lot of times throughout the weekend he had a fucking attitude and it would come from nowhere, like for no reason other than he was just frustrated with us you know like at the escape room he's like there's too many chiefs not enough Indians I'm gonna stand back and so he didn't even participate which pissed me off because it's like I'm like, let's just make it fun, yes, it's a little high stress, and yes, we're, you know, I'm loud, I'm always gonna be loud, but just enjoy it, just go with it, that's my take on it, and he was an asshole, and so, the weekend ended up, like, I had a good time, but it it just kind of, like, set this, like, unnecessary, like, I don't know, and so, all week, you know, and, and, And it it came to blow Sunday because I was like, you don't even like, you want to be an ass. Like he wants to be an asshole. Andrew's switch turns on and off so quickly. He'll be a fucking asshole, piss everybody off. And then 30 minutes later, he'll be okay. Like nothing happened. And he expects everyone around him to like, just switch on and off like him. And I don't know that the kids pay too much attention to it. But that should affect like no like that's not okay like I shouldn't have to fucking oh so now you don't want to be an asshole well, you done pissed me off motherfucker so fuck you like now I'm gonna be a bitch and so that happened Sunday it was really awkward the right I I don't know if I, I think I might have written about this in my journal and I didn't talk about it on here. So the ride home was awkward as fuck, but I slept all the way, so I don't give a fuck. But he was playing the music really fucking loud. He was hitting, like, fucking bumps. Like, I know he was doing that shit on purpose, but fuck you. Like, you had already put me to the point where I'm pissed. And he wanted to act like nothing nothing was had happened. And so that's how the week continued. And then I just kind of, like, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like fighting. Yesterday we wanted to go to, like, this art fair and, um, so I was like, I had kind of like, we hadn't brought it up again. So we got dressed. We went to the art fair. It was really small. Um, then we, he wanted fried chicken. So we looked up this restaurant that we had never been to. And on the way there, Eric's gone this weekend. Eric went on a school field trip to San Antonio with, um, some leadership program or club he's part of. And so, um, it was like. He didn't let us know he was going until Wednesday. And he needed $250. That was how much the trip was. And they were leaving Friday, coming back Sunday. And I was like, look, dude. I have to ask your dad. Like, it would have been nice to have some, like, prior notice. That's that's not $10, you know. I, I'd need to talk to your dad. So, that day we came home. I said, hey, Eric is invited to go on this field trip for spring break this weekend with the school but he needs 250 dollars and then he's gonna need about a hundred dollars you know to have in his pocket i don't like sending my kids without money just in case something happens and i know and i and and i have my own shit to work on like i realize he are like the 250 included his ticket to six flags food and other like whatever other things they were gonna do so, all he really needed was probably if even fifty dollars in his pocket, just in case he wanted to buy something um but my own childhood shit from never from never getting money um for my parents and always like feeling like the kid who could never do anything because they never could get any money or uh watching her friends eat while while she didn't because she didn't have any money and she was too embarrassed to say and nobody offered um so because of that i always give my kids money even my fucking daughter who's about to be 22 i still give her money too fucking often which is probably why i don't have anything to show for because i keep on spending all my fucking money but again that's another fucking issue um so he said yes and i was like okay so he had been making remark like, I don't know what we were talking about on the way to the restaurant. And it, it went back to, um, the argument that I have with him constantly that what the fuck does he have to be unhappy about? Like, what a blessing, what an, like, you know, he was, he was bitching about Eric and that Eric doesn't do anything and that Eric's not doing, he's supposed to be doing his physical therapy on his shoulder that he had, um, surgery on and is he doing anything about college has he been and i'm like hold on like do you like i get that eric should be doing his physical therapy i get but at the end of the day the only person that he's hurting is himself The doctors have told him, and and I get it, as parents, we should be there to tell them what they have to do, but at the end of the day, we want what's best for them, but when we argue such, and to some, it may not be a big deal, but to me, and people can say this is, like, I don't know, like, Andrew says that the the way, like, saying this is, is not, I don't know, like, he doesn't agree with it, but at the end of the day, Eric's going to be, he's 18, his life is his life if he's choosing not to do that physical therapy and in the end have to deal with that pain that's pain he's gonna have to deal with i'm telling him everything that he should do to avoid it and i get it that at his age he doesn't understand he doesn't understand the consequences of it and that a lot of parents would say that it's our job to impart but they don't fucking listen anyways did you So you're sitting there as a parent, stressing yourself out, killing yourself when it makes not a bit of difference to your kid. And the only thing you do by doing that is causing a strain in your relationship with your child because your child sees you as you getting mad at them over something that is of not importance. So you're going to risk. This is what I told Andrew. You're going to risk ruining your relationship with your kid over something stupid. Something stupid that you think he's not doing. When when you sit back and step back and look at your child. We're fucking blessed. He makes good grades. He, yeah, he doesn't clean. Yeah, he doesn't pick up outside. But he's a good kid with a good heart. He can be a little disrespectful sometimes. And I, I get that it comes from. A childish place and not truly understanding. And so I do try to talk to him about that. Um, But he's nothing like us. He's home every day. I don't have to worry about where he's at. Like all the things that matter to me. He nails. He's a good kid. So I don't understand why Andrew has to try to find something. Some fault. Some reason to be aggravated. Um and so yesterday we were discussing this and he's like, Oh, my kids, you get you spoil them and give them whatever. So they never come to me for anything. Like him going on the trip, and I was like, Hold on. I was like, What are you even talking? So I said, So you have an issue with like what you so you feel like your kids? He's like, No, they don't come to me, they don't call me, they don't and So what I realized is that he was really hurt about that. Like he feels like he doesn't have a relationship with his kids, that his kids don't call him for anything. They don't talk to him. And I always, I I know that there's truth to that. Definitely. They do always come to me. I go to Andrew, talk to him about it. And then I thought that we came to an agreement. We were able to do it. So we would do it for the kids and it was done. But apparently Andrew did it. Because I had already decided that it was okay. So he did it out of, I guess, like he thought he had to because I said it. And so I thought we were co-parenting when all this time he actually thought that (coughs) his voice didn't matter. And so I was able to come to the conclusion that that's why he is the way he is. And so I was like, I couldn't believe that that's how he felt. And I told him, dude, like, you are an amazing father. You can look at the life your kids have. Your daughter's able to go to college in another town, you know, five hours away, living in an apartment, going to university, Like, things we dreamed of, and you were able to do that for her. Like, how could you even think that you don't play a massive part in this family? It's because of your hard work, that we are where we are, that we have what we have. Like, that's something that you should be proud of. And and nobody, not one of, not, not me, not your kids, should have to like um like validate for that for you look at what like your eyes should do that and and that I realized was not truly loving yourself when you want others to show you give you praise because when you love when you when you love yourself when you know that you are doing your best when you know that You've done the best that you can or you're doing it from your heart knowing that you don't do it for anything other than the love that you have for that other person. You don't need validation or recognition from anyone. And what I realized that Andrew is still just like I, he's still that little boy who was told by his uncles that he wasn't shit, that he was a bad kid, that he was a thief, even though he had never you know, there were things that happened in his childhood, um, like, his aunt, who I hate to call her a thief, but, because I, myself, have suffered from sticky fingers, um, but one thing I can say is that, um, I, I didn't steal, well, I, when I was little, I did take from my sister, and I did take from my mom when I was a kid, um, but I realized that that was not okay, um, but I also realized that I did that at a young age because I couldn't get anything, and the only way to get something was to either like take jewelry and trade it for clothes with somebody else. Not right, not right. But lack of guidance that I didn't have, and and I, I'm able to understand that now. But um, I never take from my family or friends or um, like stores. I was my sticky fingers, but I've never. And and I, that's no justification. Neither one is okay. So, anyways, let's not let's not get off course here but anyways his aunts always had sticky fingers like um about 10 or 15 years ago she had to do like nine months in state jail y'all not like not like county jail state jail she would take care of um older women and so she got a hold of an older lady's um credit card and charged on it and so the family of course charged her with um i don't know I don't know what you call that, but so she did eight months in jail. But about 30 years ago, no, about 40, 35, 40 years ago, Andrew said he was about 12. So Andrew just turned 50. So a long time ago, she would clean her brother's house, who was a cop. And Andrew, after school, would go over there and wait for her to finish cleaning. And they would walk home together. Well, apparently, in the course of her cleaning this house one time... Um, jewelry came up missing that belonged to Andrew's uncle Pete's wife and he made and Andrew of course said he didn't do it his uncle Pete made him do a lie detector test because he was he's a cop he's a, a sergeant or a detective I don't know what the fuck he is and Andrew passed of course but he has this thing with that uncle that he still holds a lot of resentment that he doesn't really see him or or anything but he still like holds a lot of resentment and i think that there's still that kid who was told he wasn't gonna be shit like that's not the only occasion with that happened then um when andrew was older he did sell drugs we're not gonna lie and he was, I think seventeen or eighteen, and he got busted with weed, and he was arrested, and he says he'll never forget that his uncle passed like when he was I guess in the holding cell and was like nodding his head, oh my God, you know what y'all I just made um like what do you call it like I just put two two together Andrew does this thing that I can't fucking stand. And he shakes his head, no, like when when like if the kids do something or he doesn't like something, I don't even know if he's aware of it that he shakes his head and it it I want to punch him in his fucking face because that's so condescending, like who the fuck do you think you are to judge anything like nodding your head no, and I just realized that he said when when his uncle passed, I'm gonna have to bring this to his attention, but when his uncle passed like his pun. Uncle did not, um, did not acknowledge him at all. Passed by the cell or the holding tank, looked at him, and just nodded his head and walked off. Like, fuck you. Like, that's some bullshit. But I get it, though, why he is the way, like, because he, that little kid or that child who was told or made to feel like he wasn't shit that stays with you so I get that and so you know I mentioned that and he was like but I do he's like that does affect me I can't stand him and I was like yeah but do you not see all that shit even though it didn't matter fuck him it should never matter what somebody else says about you but I get that that he was your uncle and and you were a kid but that shit ain't real and look at who you are now like fuck what what he said doesn't matter And so he was, he he started crying, but I think we had another breakthrough. And so when I read that, I was like, yeah, motherfucker, you're so lucky that I do. I know what a good man, I know his heart. I know it. Um, And I love him, but it's really hard when he gets in these moods and doesn't even realize it's become part of his personality and the thing that he doesn't understand is you don't have to stay who you are. We can change. Um, it doesn't matter how old we are. We can learn to be better people. We can learn to heal from our shit. And I hope that that's what he's on the... He doesn't... Sometimes he likes to shut me off because he, he gets tired. He thinks I'm just trying to tell him what to do. That I'm trying to tell him how to feel. And even though I tell him, baby, I found this get Like, I, I am here to help people. Like, to... To, and, and and i hate to say heal um but that is what it does when you're able to sit back and reflect on your life and look at maybe why you are the way you are about things you can heal and you can realize that you've been programmed not not even consciously but almost unconsciously unconscious, um to believe that who we are is because of where we came from or we that's how my mom was that's how my dad was that's how it was so that's the way i am not realizing that that ain't got shit to do with genetics that has to do with generational trauma and that's how they were raised so they raised us that way and we can stop that shit you don't have to continue that shit you don't have to keep on being the same person that you were yesterday you truly can change and so yeah boy that was my PSA for today. We can. It's not easy, bitches. It's not fucking easy. It's still hard for me daily. And I have to remind myself. But it's possible. It's possible. So, yeah. I don't know what the point was. Oh, yeah. The point was is to find you somebody. That's what the point was, right? It was, oh, to find you somebody. Whose feelings are not going to change with time. Find you somebody whose feelings are going to remain the same. Even when the time changes. And Andrew's a lucky motherfucker to have found me. I mean. I'm just going to toot my own horn. Toot toot. (laughs) Happy Sunday.